guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? Because of the obvious threat to untold numbers of citizens, and because of the crisis which is even now developing, this radio station will remain on the air, day and night. Oh, this should give you the willies. What? It's Coffin. Coffin? Yeah, I mean, that piece of bodies in it. So terrifying. All we got tonight, we're tonight. Well, this is black magic. For those who love you. <laughs> For those who have the guts. They're coming in. The most hideous scheme in the history of mankind. That's just the wind. We are getting closer and closer to the most unnatural kind of death. You'll scream too. His power is stronger than stronger. His might shall last longer than longer. It's Satan. It's Angel. No! Children of the night. Kill you! Do you know what the most frightening thing in the world is? Oh, I can't believe I'm doing this again. I am back with another creepy ketchup. Ketchup? 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 Um, it's a good thing you guys can't see me, because I look like hammered trash right now. I'm very bloated, but... Uh, that's what you get for cheating on your diet. Oh, man. And if you hear cats behind me, it's because my cat, Asha, is uh, begging me for some cream cheese. I gave this hoe, like, a thimble full of cream cheese two years ago, and she keeps following me around like I still have it. Like, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I live with three... I'm a level three cat daddy. I'm, I'm working on level four, but uh, there's a lot of steps to it. Um... If you're ever uh, lonely, I suggest you get a whole bunch of cats and sit in a house by yourself. Um, but yeah, uh, on that on that uh, note, uh, this episode is brought to you by Depression. Hey, Depression, why not? Uh, today we got some astronauts, some aliens, and we got a real-life encounter of celebrities and ghosts uh, in a situation of life imitating art so uh uh, first off i want to talk to you about astronauts and their encounters with ufo slash uap phenomenon you know for a long time there have been stories and rumors that have circulated about nasa uh purported sightings of strange craft by some of the earliest apollo astronauts even recently former astronaut al warden did an interview on a british morning show where he revealed his theory on humanity and ET. What do you think that's You know, I've been asked that question hundreds of times. Are there do you believe in aliens? And I say, yeah. Have you ever seen one? I say, yeah, I have. Well, how have you seen them? Well, I said, I look in the mirror every morning. <laughs> because that's what we are. <laughs> we we are the aliens, but we just we, we just we're think just, we're you know, we the just, thing. We just think they're somebody else, but we're the ones who came from somewhere else. Because yeah. Because somebody else had to survive, and they got in a little spacecraft, and they came here, and they landed, and they started civilization here. That's Chilla, what I believe. And if you if, if you if you don't believe me, go 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 get books on the ancient Sumerians and see what they had to but say. That's a whole uh, different discussion. Now. Just, they'll they'll, get, they'll tell you right up front. You just blown that right open. Yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty weird. I mean, I don't think that's too far from what it actually happened. You know, I actually agree with a lot of that. Um, it makes as much sense as anything else. I don't know. So on the tail of that story, we have this pretty amazing piece of news out of Italy. 
an article was recently published uh, in Ave Neri. I'm sure I'm butchering that, but it's an Italian newspaper. Uh, details a story by late Italian journalist Sergio Zavoli. Uh, Zavoli passed the story to his wife, Alessandra, before he died in 2020. Uh, the article itself was written by Alessandra, his wife. Um, I tried to translate the original story as best as I could, and from what I can read, Zavoli conducted an interview with Neil Armstrong shortly after the first walk on the moon in 1969. To quote the article, Zavoli said, I interviewed Neil Armstrong. The astronaut confided to me that during the final phase of the approach to the satellite, he had seen a group of mysterious objects nearby at 4.05 a.m. on 21st of July, 1969. Uh, Mission Control in Houston asked Armstrong about the interference on his radio transmissions, and he replied, I see huge objects. They look like spaceships, and what is worse, they look at us incessantly. I don't know if that's what Neil Armstrong sounds like, but probably. No way! <gasps> that's great! Uh, at the time, NASA denied everything, even remotely hinting at these sort of encounters. However, uh, Zavoli interviewed Werner von Braun later. And for those of you who don't know, uh, Werner von Braun was the head of NASA in the, let's just say, 50s. I don't know. That sounds about right. If you're coming here for accurate facts, uh, good luck. Um when he asked Von Braun, do you believe in intelligent life on other planets? He said to Sergio without hesitation, In creation, everything responds to the same principles. The difference in the infinitely great does not exclude the same or the like. For what scientific and religious consideration, or for what human pride, should I not believe that in a universe without borders, perhaps in the galaxy billions of light years away from us, the same conditions have produced thanks to which we have here on Earth? How could you believe that it has fallen to us alone, the privilege of existing within an infinite multitude of planets? Then Werner stood up, took an ashtray from his desk, walked to the window, and threw it at an old rabbi walking by, while exclaiming, Ich habe in nimm das Juden! All right, from aliens onto ghosts. Um, Elvira herself, the mistress of the dark, a.k.a. Cassandra Peterson, has detailed a series of ghostly encounters in her new autobiography, Yours Cruelly, Elvira Memoirs of the Mistress of the Dark. Um, this is from a Den of Geek article. While she occupied Briarcliff Manor in the Hollywood Hills... Oh, okay, that's like... That's the name you give to a haunted house already. As soon as you call a place a manor, the spot is going to be lousy with ghosts. You could live in a studio apartment in Burbank, and as soon as you label your place a manor, you'll have a headless butler walking through your place holding his own head in a bucket. Just don't call your place a manor. It's easy. Anyways, uh, the activity started as soon as she moved in there in 1989. She heard footsteps from an unoccupied third story. She saw a man sitting in her living room by the fire. And in the creepiest of the encounters, she saw a woman dressed in 1930s nurse garb in her room. And the phantom nurse told Peterson that she was going to take her then-husband into the pool. Oh, she also saw a little boy 
uh, up in the tree outside of her bathroom window, looking through binoculars and whispering, honk, honk. Uh, but that boy is not me. And if anyone tells you that that boy was me, they're a fucking liar. Uh, Brycliffe Manor has played host to at least one suspicious death, that of a Siegfried Follies girl who died in the pool and wasn't discovered until the next day. There was one other death at the manor uh, that Peterson wasn't aware of until a fateful dinner party with Mark Hamill. Peterson said Hamill drove in the gates, and as soon as he got out of the car, he stood there going, Oh my God, I can't believe it. This is the house I lived in when I was in college. It's not true. That's impossible. Then during dinner, Peterson was telling Hamill about all of her experiences in the house, and Hamill revealed that his roommate had committed suicide during their stay at the manor. The suicide occurred in the master bedroom closet, the same closet directly in front of Peterson's bed. Leave it up to Luke Skywalker to ruin your fucking night. These experiences at the manor were not the first time the Mistress of the Dark had encountered the paranormal. Uh, When Peterson was a child, she would often play with a Ouija board in the basement of her childhood home. However, uh, when her friends weren't around, she would play alone. That's fucking asking for trouble. Uh, Peterson said as soon as she placed her hands on the planchette, it would zoom around on its own. She said that the board would give her messages about Salem, Mass, 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 Massachusetts, uh, about witch trials and random names. After freaking her out, she threw the board in the closet and tried to go to bed, only to hear the faint scratching sounds of the planchette moving on the cursed spirit board. When she told her mom about this, her mom took the Ouija board and burned it in the backyard, also asking for trouble. Oh, and if you listen to our episode on horror bands, uh, you know that you also shouldn't mess around with Ouija boards because your little brother's head could burst into flames at any second. That's going to do it for us today on the Creepy Catch-Up. Please hit me up on Instagram at show and find all the podcasts here on the Gang Line Assembly. And please, if you like our shows here, tell a friend, tell all of your friends. It would mean the world to us. And, uh, yeah, with that, take it away, Elvira. Until next time, unpleasant dreams.